Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Well, hello there. Happy Monday. I hope that you all are having an amazing day and I hope wherever you are, it's warm (laughs) because in Kentucky, we have had winter storms basically the last week and a half with more on the way and I do not do good in the cold and I just, I live for spring, summer, and fall. Winter can go on somewhere. So if you didn't notice, we didn't have an episode last week and I thought I would come on here really quickly and kind of talk about why, um, you know, I try to be as transparent as possible on the podcast and share my truth with you. I know that there are other people out there in the world who may be going through this, but I just was not in a mental space to release a podcast last week. I typically do them, you know, the night before or the day of. And last week I had just been on the receiving end of some news in my personal life about how I might not be able to carry children due to a condition of my back and the condition of my back was caused um, more than likely from the failed abortion and so it was a lot to process it's one of those things where you know for my entire life I've thought do I even want to become a mom I don't even know you know it's it I felt like I had to be a mom from a very young age just with the way that I was brought up and responsibilities that were placed on me with some different challenges and in my adult life I've wondered if I even wanted to be but then to be told it might not be possible was very jarring to my soul and I gave myself the time and the grace to process it and decided that I was going to skip a week of podcasting just so I could allow myself to really think about the result I'm wanting to create because as I tell you guys all the time our thoughts are powerful our thoughts are things our thoughts create emotions emotions are energy in motion and so it's normal when we have something jar us in life to go down the rabbit hole of negativity but unless that's what you're wanting to create from you have to get to a place where you rewire your brain and think of you know best case scenario and what is possible and what desires you want to create and I allowed myself the time to grieve what felt like was a loss without even knowing right it's not like we've tried for children yet or anything like that we didn't plan on that for another year or two probably more like two years um and so all this does is it's going to kind of require more testing more evaluations um and prayers if any of you guys are the praying type you can pray for us even though we're not trying right now and just I'm just trusting that whatever is meant to be will happen and it'll be all good um but yeah that's what I've 
was going through and so if you noticed that there was not a podcast episode that was why I was giving myself the time and grace to just process it and um, take my mind out of the gutter and into a more healthy positive place after allowing myself to feel the feelings without dismissing how I felt so today I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I actually just um, had a conversation with my client about and the title will be if you're feeling disconnected from yourself so we've touched on this in a few of the recent podcast episodes but something really important came up in what she said and it was about needing external validation from everybody or just feeling like she needs to be sure and she needs people to um, give her additional validation for the things that she's doing in her life and it was kind of her question was why do I need so much external validation and so I coached her on this and we traced it back to a few different specific things where she had realized she was showing up um, dimming her light I guess is the best way to describe it in order to keep others from being uncomfortable so what this looks like is if if you've ever been in your life maybe you're one or the other right you are if you have siblings you're the person that got the good grades um, played the sports did really well valedictorian prom queen I don't know like any accolades that you were super proud of but maybe around your siblings you felt like you couldn't shine in who you were because it felt uncomfortable. It felt uncomfortable because maybe your parents always praised you and not your siblings or, you know, people were always recognizing you or your siblings, you know, made comments about how they were, you know, disgusted by you or jealous of you or mean to you because you were different than them and they weren't getting what they felt like they needed or you could have been, like I said, the the second sibling, right? Where maybe you you wanted to be recognized, you wanted to be validated, you wanted to be feel loved and connected to the people around you, but you felt like you weren't good enough, okay? So it shows up for, I think, everybody in some form or fashion. For me, a lot of times I felt like I had to dim my light um, because I was good at a lot of the things that I did. I was very creative. I made really good grades. I was the first person in my family to go to college. And with my great-grandparents especially, my Oma and Opa, who I love dearly, a lot of times they compared me to everybody else in the family. And it was very uncomfortable for me because while I appreciated the love and praise because that felt very validating in everything that I was doing, it made me separate. It made me feel separate from everybody else who wasn't doing all of the things that I was doing. And my grandparents, my great-grandparents, really wanted every single person after them to go to college. So they wanted their kids to go to college, but none of them ever did. They wanted their grandkids to go to college, but only one did. And they wanted their great grandkids to go to college. And at the time I was the only one. And so in our entire family, you only had, you know, one college graduate of a bachelor's and then I was going for my bachelor's and master's. And so a lot of times I would be compared to everybody else in the family, um, whether I was present or not. And I would hear 
hear about it later. Well, nobody appreciates us the way they appreciate Macy or nobody likes us as much as Macy because Macy's going to go to college and Macy's getting a master's degree. And it was so uncomfortable for me whether I was there or not that a lot of times I would never talk about my own accomplishments because it felt like other people were rejecting me if I was truly who I was. So this came up for a client of mine today and I wanted to address it because her question was, why do I need external validation? And what I explained to her was something that I explained in this podcast a little while back about how we turn our dial for other people when we're not accepted, loved, or, you know, fully seen in our truth by someone else. So when we're born, we are full of light, we're full of love and compassion, and, you know, we're whole. And then we present the pieces of who we are to people, our parents, our siblings, our bosses, our friends, our extended family, and anything that they don't love or like or accept, when that is presented to us, we immediately feel rejection. We feel like we're less than. So when that information is basically given back to us, like we present ourselves and we are like, okay, this is who I am. I'm a straight A student. I'm valedictorian. You know, I'm a cheerleader and whatever and then our sibling is like you think you're better than everybody else and you know you're just not like me we just we don't have a good relationship you don't fit in with me we're not the same when you desire the love of that sibling or you desire to be accepted by that family member because you love them and you want to be loved what often happens is that energetically when you present yourself as who you are and it's rejected that energy comes back to you and says okay we're not going to be fully accepted by them if we keep being us like if if we keep being who we are it's not being received well so you figure out in your own survival mode, how you can alter yourself to be what they accept, what they love, what they love, what they're more comfortable with. And then you represent that version of yourself to them. So maybe it's I never talk about my grades. I never, you know, share like when I'm going to a competition for cheerleading or when we've won, um, you know, a national trophy or a state trophy. Like I don't have any of those conversations with my siblings. I don't brag about myself in front of my family because it makes my sibling or whoever uncomfortable. It makes my cousin uncomfortable. It makes my friends uncomfortable. So I'm not going to talk about any of that. I'm going to dim my light so that way they accept me and love me because I can't handle the rejection. I don't like the way that that feels. So that's what we do, right? We figure out how we can be a different version of ourselves so that way we feel the love and acceptance that we want to feel. So that's very important to kind of wrap your brain around, okay? Now, since we're doing this with just about everybody in our life, like we're doing it with our parents in different, some way, some form, some fashion, our friends, our family, extended family, you know, 
college roommates, whatever it is, bosses, coworkers. Because we're doing this, we eventually get to a place where we don't even know who we are as our truest, most whole self because we've been walking around turning our dial or dimming our light to make sure that we're accepted and loved and we get those feelings and emotions with the people that are important to us. So if we want someone's love and affection, we learn what they are accepting of and then we conform in order for them to give us that feedback that they approve of who we are, that they're accepting us, that we're not feeling the rejection. And over time, what this does is it creates disconnect within ourselves. So we're walking around oftentimes where we feel I'm on autopilot. I'm disconnected from myself. I don't really know who I am. And we want external validation from everyone and everything. Because at that point, you're not connected with your truest soul self. Your truest form. You have changed so much about what you actually want to share, what you actually want to talk about, who you actually want to be, how you want to show up in the world to make sure that it's accepted by everybody else, that you need the external validation from them to know if you're doing things right because you're not operating from your truest self. You're operating from the person they want you to be because that's the version of you they can accept. So when you go to someone and you want to know if you're doing everything right at work and I need, I need to know, I need you to tell me, am I doing a good job at my work? Am I doing a good job in school? Am I doing a good job in my athletics? Am I doing a good job being a good friend? Am I doing a good job in this marriage? Am I doing a good job? On and on and on. If you are someone who needs external validation, it is because you are disconnected from your true self. And when you get that external validation, it feels good because that's a different version of yourself that you're not connected with and you need the feedback of if that version that you're being is good enough for them. And the more that you do that and the more people you do that with, the more disconnected you become with yourself. And that's the feelings that we get when we kind of hit rock bottom or we no longer know who we are or our cup fills beyond empty. We're just like, oh, my cup is so empty. I don't know how to give what other people need. I'm being everything for everyone. I'm showing up the way that they want me to show up. I'm taking care of all of their needs. I don't even know what I need. Like if these are patterns that you recognize in yourself and you also recognize that you need other people's approval or you want a lot of validation for your choices, it's likely because you're not showing up in your light as your 110% authentic, transparent soul self. And you've got these carbon copies of yourself, essentially, that are what everybody else needs. And because that's disconnected from your true self, you need the external validation to know if you're doing it right because you're not operating from who you are. You're operating from what everybody else needs you to be to be accepted. And that is why you desire the external validation because it's not you. (laughs) It's not the real version of you. So that's really important. And that's what we talked about today um, on my coaching call with this client because, and you know, 
she's not the only one that goes through this. Like I have many clients going through this. I have many people that even sign up for consults that are going through this where they're like, here's what I want and I don't know how to get it because I'm going to make a lot of people mad along the way. And so the next part of this was me explaining like it's a choose your hard situation. I think that I've done this on a podcast, but choose your hard is the equivalent, and this is the silly example that I give my clients, but I say, imagine that you're on an airplane and you have a 20-hour flight to get to whatever country you're going to, right? Whatever vacation spot, it's a 20-hour flight. And every single seat in that airplane is filled with upside-down thumbtacks, Okay, so basically like push pins or thumbtacks, whatever you call them. Okay, but the little things you stick in corkboard to hold pieces of paper up, imagine that those are all glued to where you're going to be sitting on the pokey part. Painful, right? It's not going to feel good, especially for 20 hours having a bunch of push pins stuck in your rear. Not going to feel good. That's hard. That would be very hard to be on a flight for 20 hours with push pins sticking in your rear. But what's also hard is the fear of jumping out of an airplane with a parachute. And even if I could guarantee you that the parachute would open and you'd be okay, getting you to even open the door on the plane and jump out is likely going to be a hard no for a lot of people. And so this is what I explain when I tell my clients, you have to choose your hard. And a lot of times we are choosing the hard that is just a little bit more comfortable for us. So it's very uncomfortable to jump out of the plane with the parachute. That feels extremely scary. You don't have anybody going with you. You have to jump by yourself. You're guaranteed that the parachute will open, but you have to jump out of the plane yourself. That's super hard. So it feels a little bit easier to sit for 20 hours on the push pins. It's uncomfortable, but it feels a little bit easier. And this is why people stay in marriages that they're unhappy with, or they stay in jobs that they're not fully satisfied with, or they don't go after their dream. They want to become an entrepreneur. They don't because they're afraid of the failure. They want to show up in their 100% authenticity, but they don't because it feels too uncomfortable thinking about the rejection, too uncomfortable thinking about who they may lose, too uncomfortable thinking about the people that may make fun of them on the way. And so they hesitate and they sit on the push pins in the airplane for the 20 hours, wishing and hoping that it was easier, wishing and hoping that it was better. And the only thing that they can do is become so uncomfortable with the push pins that they decide, I'm going to jump out of the plane. I don't know where I'm going to land. I don't know what it's going to look like when I get down there, but I do know that my parachute is going to open for me. And I know that it's maybe going to hurt and maybe it's not. And maybe I end up in a different direction. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm trusting it because I'm choosing my hard. Now it's harder to sit on the push pins than it is to jump out of the plane. And that's when people get brave and they decide I'm going to hire the coach, right? It feels more uncomfortable to not have the coach and, you know, be navigating through life confused and disconnected than to spend the money that maybe they're terrified to spend to hire the coach. That's a choose your heart. It's um, more comfortable, push pins, right, to be in a marriage where they are not 
your person and you know that in your soul but you're thinking oh my god what is their family going to think about me what are my kids going to think about me like how am I going to screw them up oh my god oh my god and you're sitting on the push pins like not connected to yourself because you know in your heart that it's not the right place to be and you know that you should leave and maybe you're not even being treated right and you know that but there will come a day where you eventually say you know what it's harder to to be miserable and disconnected from myself than it is to jump out of the airplane and wonder what could happen how does it impact my kids when I'm happy how does it impact my life when I'm not just running on autopilot trying to pretend I'm happy when I'm not what is that like so all of us have a choose your heart situation you know it's the same as staying in a job you're really unhappy in the job but they have amazing maybe benefits for you but everything else about it the the work environment is toxic everything sucks you you're you're wondering if you quit what kind of money can I make what kind of benefits could I have what's that going to look like in my life Is that going to be okay? And it's a choose your hard situation. You can sit on the thumbtacks and stay at that job in a toxic environment where you're unhappy or you can jump out of the plane, right? Quit your job or whatever and figure out what's next. Every single one of us has a choose your hard situation and some of us have multiple choose your hard situations. And when we finally become tired of feeling disconnected from our truth, we jump out of the airplane. And we do the work, the hard work. And that's where I support my clients. I support my clients when they're ready to jump out of the airplane. That's whenever they hire me, right? For one-on-one coaching, for becoming her. They're like, okay, I'm dealing with a lot of hard situations in my life, but I'm ready to jump out of the airplane. That's when we work together. There's a lot of people in life that are comfortable enough sitting on the thumbtacks, sitting on the pushpins. Because the thought of learning themselves, coming home to themselves, means that they may face rejection. They may face people not accepting them or loving them. And one of the things that I shared with my client is that when you're doing this work, you eventually get to the place where you love yourself so much and you love who you're becoming and you you love that you've reconnected with your soul self that it really doesn't matter what other people are thinking. Because once you're connected to yourself, you realize this is my true self. The version of me that you loved was not the version of me. It was the version that you accepted and that I was willing to wear to be accepted and loved because I didn't want the rejection and I didn't want to feel bad. But now it feels super bad. It feels worse to be disconnected from myself than it is to just accept who I am and learn who I am and forgive and give myself grace and do all of the inner work and the self-mastery work. Like there comes a point in time I think where many people are like I'm ready for the big work and that's when they step into that version of themselves and that's where we get a lot of our freedom and and where we find our happiness because when we can finally boldly just step into who we are not who everybody else is needed from us it's a very liberating experience so I wanted to share that message with you today and um, I got a request also from um, a good friend to talk about PTSD and just that um, topic from the coaching realm 
And I would love to do an episode on that. So I will make sure that I record that for next week. That I'll release next Monday. But I hope that you enjoyed this um, conversation for this Monday. And if you feel like you need a lot of external validation or you feel that you're disconnected from yourself, that you really look into why. Where did it start for you? How young were you? What things did you do or not do in order to make sure that you were accepted and loved and taken care of? And, you know, where where did you start to become disconnected from yourself because of that? What friends did you try to fit in with? What coworkers are you trying to hang out with because they, you know, they seem fun and you want to be fun too and and so you're changing bits and pieces of who you are to be more like someone else because you don't feel like you'll be accepted for who you're being as you are okay so start just observing that stuff and you know if you're thinking oh my god I'm sitting on the push pins of the airplane and I don't want to be and you're ready to jump out of the plane then that's when you can reach out to me you can schedule a consult anytime on my website macyrenee.com and we can talk about next steps. There's no pressure on a consult call. You can decide whether you want to work together or you don't. You can decide if one-on-one coaching is better or becoming her is better. You can decide for yourself what you desire. You can decide that you want to stay on the plane and sit on the push pins. And there's no hard feelings there. I get it. I was that way most of my life until I hit rock bottom in 2014 and thought, I'm so disconnected from myself. I don't even know what I want. I, I would tell my coach, I don't know up from down, left from right. I have taken care of everybody else. I've been what everybody else needs from me or wants from me. I don't know who I am. And I'm ready to find that version of myself. And because I'm ready to find that version of myself, I'm, I'm willing to sit with the hard, the hardship and the pain and the loss and, you know, all of the things that may come as a result of being who I am. And in that journey, I found myself, I discovered that I loved the world of coaching, that I wanted to be a coach to help people do this deep work. And, you know, I dealt with loss. I had people delete me on Facebook I've had people probably think that I'm a looney tune and you know they like the old version of me better um you know I have people who probably cringe because they're like oh what is she doing now now she's doing you know a podcast or she's doing this or she's doing that and I'm just at a place in my life where I can't worry about all of that I'm focused on who I'm helping jump out of the airplane and be supported throughout the entirety of their fall until they land in a place where they are happy, fulfilled, and empowered. That's all I can worry about. So when you're ready to jump out of the plane, reach out to me. I would love to support you. And if you have any questions, just find me on social media or macyrenee.com. Bye, guys. Hey, girl. Did you know there's a place for you to continue this work outside of the podcast? Well, there is, and it's called Becoming Her. This is my online and ongoing coaching container for self-mastery. Everything takes place online and is the best value for your investment if you're wanting to work with me. This is for women that want to create lasting change by learning how to master themselves, their energy, their mindset, and how to do the deep inner work. It's a growing community where you're supported for life. 
with live online trainings, access to all previously recorded content, and two one-on-one coaching calls with me per month. It's an investment where you can rest assured you'll have everything you need at your fingertips and where there's one primary goal, becoming your highest self. If this has been something you're looking for, join us and be a part of the growth. You can find out more information on macyrenee.com.